The merger is complete, but what does the future hold for WWE? A storm is a brewing in wrestling's free agency, and a new report highlights All In's real attendance numbers. All that and much, much more today on City Wrestling Radio. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome back to City Wrestling Radio, September 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined, as always, by City Wrestling Radio's own big, nice booty daddy, Mr. Jose Oseguera. Hey, how's it going? How's everybody doing out there in interwebs land? And how are you doing, Mr. Smith? What? I'm just saying, the only thing that separates you and Scott Steiner are the attitudes. He's bad and you're good. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. And I know math. Hmm. Do you know Steiner MJF math? I do. And it's okay. difficult to it's a difficult concept to grasp. There's a formula for everything. There's. But nonetheless, we're not here to talk about uh talk about Scott Steiner as much as I want to. I mean, so we could we do a could. whole show. We could, we could, but uh it's a whole bunch of stuff we're gonna get into today. Uh because let's just I I just want to get right into it without wasting any time. Uh, as you may have heard, everyone heard all over the news on tuesday for the first time in over 40 years vince mcmahon no longer holds majority stake in wwe uh like i said the merger has now been complete with endeavor creating the new company tko holdings uh press release issued last tuesday formally announced the completion of the deal uh, a merge uh entity encompassing both companies uh, in this new venture, Endeavor possesses a, a controlling interest of about 51% of the company, while WWE shareholders will retain 49% stake. Importantly, WWE and the UFC will continue to function independently, uh, despite being part of the same conglomerate. The press release the press release states TKO brings together UFC, the world's premier MMA organization, and WWE, an integrated media organization and the recognized global leader in sports entertainment you know vince added that line mm -hmm. uh, to create a new premium sports and entertainment company serving more than 1 billion young and diverse fans reaching viewers in 180 countries and producing more than 350 annual live events i mean that, raw alone is 52 right oh, yeah there you go. You, you only have an extra two ninety nine UFC. Come on. <laughs> well, no uh, SmackDown. So one hundred and four. Yeah. See, that's we're way over. Uh, but um, it further highlights that TKO uh, will leverage Endeavor's uh, expertise in various areas, including domestic and international media rights, ticket sales, event operations, global partnership, licensing and premium hospitality to simulate or sorry stimulate and also simulate in some ways uh <laughs> revenue growth uh ari emmanuel the ceo of endeavor assumes the role of ceo to tko group holdings vince mcmahon holds the title of executive chairman will oversee the pro wrestling division uh dana white continues to serve as ceo of ufc nick khan uh wwe president has also secured a seat on the tko board of directors and uh, to commemorate the finalization of the deal, Ari Emanuel rang in the opening bell of the New York Stock Exchange Tuesday morning. If you saw the uh, giant UFC and WWE belts outside there, uh, notable at the um, also accompanying them were Vince McMahon, Dana White, Nick Khan, Paul Levesque, Bianca Belair, hmm. uh, Daniel Cormier, 
can Kevin Dunn and also uh, Montez Ford, which was random, but I know because Bianca's there, she's going to leverage him there, which is good. So what are your thoughts on the, on the first off, what are your thoughts on this deal so far? Um, So far, it looks like uh, Vince is stepping in and stepping up. Huh? Uh, What I've read uh, is that he came back and he's backstage and he's most likely in gorilla. Um, this is just rumors, of course. I don't live backstage. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it looks like um, nothing was advertised like they have been recently. Oh, on Raw. I, yeah, I, you know, there were some changes on Monday Night Raw this week. Yeah. I heard some of them were actually made by Paul Levesque. Okay. Um, so uh, take that in consideration and take it with yeah. a grain of salt. It's WWE. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, you know, it, we'll see. I don't know what they can add, Endeavor they can add to what WWE already knows. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, a little bit more hip, a little bit more in with the new crowd. And Vince is a little bit of an outlier now that he's older. I think uh, production, marketing, things like that are going to uh, be stepped up a little bit. I, I, even though WWE was kind of already at top tier, you know, yeah. kind of in the wrestling game, they mm-hmm. never left in clips of uh, five, four, all right, that's, take 22, Keith Lee. Let's go. I think that's totally on purpose. Uh, a lot of people do, but uh, it, it has to be. It has to be. It has, it to, be. has to be, right? Take 22. Come on. Come on, Keith Lee. And if it is, <laughs> it's a total rib on Keith Lee. Anyways, <laughs> we're not done uh, because Endeavor executives Ari Emanuel and Mark Shapiro have provided an update on the ongoing discussions regarding WWE's upcoming uh, media rights deals. Uh, WWE's existing rights uh, agreements, both for Raw and SmackDown, are set to expire in October of 2024. And uh, in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, Shapiro conveyed uh, their positivity, pro- uh, their positive progress, highlighting the very quote very encouraging conversations with several players and platforms. Uh, Shapiro elaborated further, stating, uh, "We're both." We're having very encouraging conversations with several players and platforms at the moment on WWE Raw and SmackDown. We're cautiously optimistic. We're in many ways being valued as a unicorn because hmm. we're a year-round company. WWE is a full is a full calendar sports and entertainment platform with significant engagement, strong reads, and attractive demos. That's us, Jose. We're attractive demos. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, and the and the bods, uh, this quote is, 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 was really transcribed for you, but anyways, well. it bodes and, well. Uh, and that bodes well, sorry, I'm not a good reader <laughs> and that bodes well, uh, for, the, for these conversations. And I believe that, uh, we'll have the results, uh, that were in line with market expectations. Additionally, Shapiro mentioned on CNBC that discussions are taking place with both traditional, uh, linear and digital platform. Ari Emanuel, uh, the CEO of both companies, uh, was expressing confidence in ongoing negotiations. He also believes that the forthcoming rights deal will align with what the market is expecting. Notably, though, during the New York Fashion Week, which happened uh, coincide with the New York Stock Exchange stuff, uh, we saw Ari Emanuel, Triple H, and uh, Jeff Bezos sitting front row at a um, fashion week. A fashion week. Well, um, yes, it is very weird. You know, Triple H was kind of like, what am I doing here? Because like that, come on. I I know Triple H is an executive now, but he's 
some other boys. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Send me out here to hobnob with these tight buckles. Yeah, but I, guy. but Amazon uh, might be a potential destination for SmackDown. Currently, uh, it's on Fox and Raw and NXT on the USA Network. What do you think? Uh, what network do you think WD will land WWE, Jose? The, uh, well, will they talk about linear? I'm assuming that's, you know, standard TV over the yes. air, right? Okay, yes, so yes. They, they need to stay with one of the major three or four, right? You think so? I mean, you have to get... A big part of their demographic uh, is the older crowd, the fifty plus, the sixty five plus. They, they, they're a nice chunk of WWE crowd. They're all, they're also an attractive demo. Very. Um, so those guys, how much Amazon streaming you think they do? How uh, much Netflix streaming you think they do? Like live streaming, YouTube live streaming? No, they they rely on the television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, the and- older the. Old- people get though the old the older crowds we're gonna have watching stuff on amazon hell i'm 37 jose i know mm-hmm. you're a year older year or two older than me yeah. you know so like you know like we both stream constantly mm-hmm. the uh the over 50 demo will be streaming within a in a good five years or so if not already okay yeah sure um i know a couple people <laughs> Are not streaming yet, um, but you know that you get more butts in the seats with uh, a standard TV channel. Uh, that being said, I like what Peacock has going on. Uh, I like yeah. the w- the original WWE Network. Yes, you know to hold your your catalog and your premium events on a streaming platform, all for it. But your Raws and Smackdowns needs to stay on standard TV. Absolutely, and. But, you know, we got spoiled with the WWE Network, $9.99 a month for mm-hmm. pay-per-view in every month. That's literally yeah. what we were paying for. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. We weren't paying that 10 bucks to watch um, World Class. Like, no. it was it, it, it was there, and we did. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But we're not paying that for that. We're paying to watch the pay-per-views. Yeah. So it's By interesting. Way, to s- Don't forget to tune in to our retro reviews. Coming soon. Yes, the retro review that is coming very soon. I just... I'll be honest, I, I kind of spilt some water on a hard drive and it, it, <laughs> it, I need to transfer some stuff off of it, but oh, no, it's okay. It's not like it was the one that was holding my resume templates or anything, Zoinks. but on top of all of this, uh, there were a few notable surprises since the merger. Uh, I will have to say that uh, Becky Lynch uh, winning the NXT women's title surprise mm-hmm. John mm-hmm. Cena. He was back before uh, the merger happened, but he's back. Mm-hmm. And now the return of the people's champion, The Rock. Uh, this comes after The Rock made a statement on ESPN a day prior. On oh, not on ESPN, sorry, he was on uh, speaking on the Pat McAfee show. Right. I don't know if that airs on ESPN, but it was made the same setup mm-hmm. as like one of those ESPN setups in front of college game day or something. Yeah, but he made a statement saying that Roman and him were locked in for to main event WrestleMania last year at SoFi Stadium, uh, but things just didn't pan out, saying kind of like, oh, we wanted to give the fans something. We wanted to build upon it. Like, what does this match lead to? This isn't the end point. This needs to be the starting point. And they couldn't get to that. Uh, they couldn't figure that out. Yeah. So we have The Rock coming back. Okay, well, uh, we were told something different a year ago, but okay. What what was that? that he, I'm just not in ring ready. I need to get in ring ready. Look at me, I'm cut. I'm well, yeah, stacked. Look, at, I'm just not ready for the ring. All well, right. he makes he makes this comment in Denver, Colorado. Hours later, makes it to Boulder, Colorado for the opening of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll be I'm jealous. 
I want to go when the rocks there. Like I know he was there for WrestleMania. Was it 31? Mm-hmm. But you know, a surprise rock entrance. That's, that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Your, uh, your so, ticket prices just went up without. So, yeah. Go ahead. You know, Jose, what do you think about these bigger names moving to each show? Cause if you think about it, they're moving a bigger name, not to each show yet, but you have three big names. You have mm-hmm. three shows. You have the rock, you have Cena, you have Becky, you know, Becky's already went to NXT. She's the champion there. Uh, the rock is back on SmackDown, pretty much the show that was invented for him. Mm-hmm. And I think over time, we're going to get John Cena on Monday night raw. What do you think is the right direction? Uh, the right step in a direction for WWE creative? Um, no, not at all. <laughs> you don't bring back part-timers to, okay. First of all, let's just, you know, clear the air here. Uh, everybody on the internet is talking about how healthy WWE is right now. If they were that healthy, then why are they pulling all the punches? Why are they bringing all the major names back? Stone Cold Steve Austin is two seconds away from coming back. Yeah. Um, He's already been back. Yeah. He, Kevin Owens a couple of um, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Becky Lynch, She the reason why she's going to NXT is to give NXT a, a boost. Uh, I have friends who are casual watchers, and they never watch NXT. Guess what yeah. they were watching last week? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that I think there's a you know false equivalency here saying how healthy the the wrestling business in general is. I mean, I think it's you know healthier than it has been in a very long time, but it, it, I don't think it's you know 1980s NWO levels yet. It could be. No, I, I don't think 1980s or NWO levels. But what I will say is this: like, I don't know. They are pulling all the punches. Kind this is, of. This is an endeavor move, right? This it it has to be. Or it has, it, it's a Vince pulling out the red carpet. Thank you, new owners. Here, we're gonna kick the kiss a little ass and get you some ratings. Well, I mean, I don't know. To the rock coming back, I don't to me that like the like the first like real show after the merger is complete. To me, that says like this is like an endeavor, not like where we want the rock on and you better do it, but more of like a you know, maybe Ari Emanuel saying, Hey Rock, you know, you uh you wanna come on? You're over in Boulder or you're over in Denver. Why don't you come over to Boulder? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Yeah. Especially after speculation of now, what possibly he said something about, well, it could happen this year in Philadelphia. Mm. So Dude, if, they, if they if they do that to Cody, he should. Cody, yeah, Cody is just seeing everything fade in front of him. He's just mm-hmm. like, what did I do? I could have been TNT champion forever over there. <laughs> oh, he's. Him and Sammy Guevara would have went back and forth for like four years. Yeah. That would have been fine. Oh my god! Uh, but while a lot of moves, <laughs> ha- yeah, that would have been fine. And while a lot of moves had been made uh, on the screen, a lot of moves have been ma- have been happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. As Dana Warrior's tenure at WWE has come to an end, as a part of the post merger staff reductions, uh, Dana Warrior had been actively involved in WWE's community outreach program until her departure. PW Insider reported the news on Friday, revealing that uh, Dana uh, was among those affected by the layoffs. Dana Warrior initially joined the company following her husband's death in 2014. Over time, she transitioned into the creative team, but left that position last year. Wow. Uh, among other, yeah, I know she was there for a while in creative, and she was there when Grudo wasn't, wasn't that good. Hmm. Uh, among other notable departures from WWE. Uh, big names. Everyone's going to be like, what? 
Jamie Horowitz. What? That's the EVP of developmental and digital. Uh, so don't write your resumes to him. Catherine <laughs> Newman, EVP and head of marketing. And uh, Amanda Bloom, director of enterprise master data and governance. Wow. Uh, according to PW Insider, WWE President Nick Khan informed the staff on Friday afternoon that layoffs had been finalized and asked uh, those situated in Stanford to attend a Tuesday meeting at WWE's new headquarters. Jose, I think we're seeing layoffs. Uh, we are seeing all these layoffs behind the scenes, but do you think T TKO will start uh, tightening the belt uh, in front of the camera, maybe laying off some uh, extra talent that they haven't needed over the years? Well, we'll see. There's two big names going around right now that may or may not sign. So if you see any of those two faces on TV soon, that would mean that, no, they're not tightening their belt when it comes to talent. What I see here is just redundancy layoffs. These are, you know, people that in Denver have and they prefer over WWE people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I in my personal the way I think about it. There are going to be people out there like, uh, let's say the WWE digital people, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to know things that are integral and like just going to be there like that need to be done every single day for wrestling product where the UFC people might not understand that because they're like, oh, well, we didn't understand this about wrestling. You yeah. need to cut about 25% of your uh, staff in every department, I think. Mm -hmm. And the only way to make that work, just so you have some sort of crossover, um, or at least 50, 50 to 25%, you know, yeah, yeah. but, but we'll see. But you did mention one of the names out there, uh, one CM Punk, because, uh, you can't have a wrestling podcast without talking about CM Punk nowadays, especially nowadays. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, you can't avoid it. So while the future of WWE employees remains uncertain, so too does the future of the former AEW real world's champion CM Punk. Uh, during a conversation with ESPN regarding the WWE Endeavor deal, Nick Khan was asked about the potential return of Punk who, uh, to the company. Uh, Khan uh, refrained from giving a definitive response, stating, Listen, we only have respect for Phil. We appreciate his run here. We appreciate what he did and tried to do for the UFC. Not many people can actually get in there and do what he did. So oh, get in there and do what he did. <laughs> get his ass kicked. So yeah. when we have uh, respect for, so when we have respect for Phil, we wish him nothing but the best. Okay, that's literally nothing. Um, but answer, it was an answer. In recent interviews, WWE's Zelina Vega, Finn Balor, and Drew McIntyre were also been asked about their thoughts on Punk. Uh, Vega expressed her enthusiasm, stating she would absolutely like to see punk back in wwe while balor and mcintyre uh remained a bit more reserved in their responses when asked uh about the when asked about this on the ringer wrestling show which has no affiliation with us so we're not taking credit for this yeah uh if he would be interested in a program with punk balor uh responded i'd be interested in wrestling a broomstick if someone uh is going to pay me big money for it so show me the money money talks there you go. McIntyre in an interview uh, with Sports Kita um, chose his words a little bit more carefully, saying, I don't make these decisions. I watch what I say in interviews, but he's certainly <laughs> controversial and gets people talking. I'll leave it at that. Hmm. So uh, Punk's last appearance in WWE was in 2014 after he left the company. Now, speculation has uh, well had seemingly died down for a few days. 
Friday night, Punk made his return to the TV screens and uh, the MMA commentary table for Cage Fury Fighting Championships in North Dakota and was broadcast live on the UFC Fight Pass. So this is a company that has ties with UFC. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the broadcast, Punk's commentary partner, John Morgan, playfully alluded to Punk's recent exit from AEW, joking that he had encountered Punk backstage and uh, he's back uh, with cause. Uh, Punk remarked during the broadcast that he currently has some free time on his hands for the next two, two and a half months, which could be a reference to a potential non-compete clause following his departure from AEW. As you may know, summer, uh, Survivor Series takes place November 25th in Chicago. Uh, what are your thoughts on Punk right now, Jose? What are your thoughts on what he said this week? Um, I think he's doing a lot of uh, teasing for teasing sake. Yeah. I, I don't think anything's solidified yet for him. Um, wouldn't it be funny, though, if he doesn't land a job with WWE and he's just kind of, you know, in limbo for the next six months? I mean, well, didn't he try to get a job? Like, he didn't he have that thing with uh, WWE backstage? He was, he was like, he was hired by Fox or by uh, uh, yeah, Fox or yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the, the show was with Fox. He was a Fox yeah. employee, but WWE nixed him out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think you know if if you can't get a, a job by various people, uh, maybe the problem isn't the people. Yeah, to be well, determined. here's we'll see. Well, here's the thing, too. It's if you think about it, uh, it's September. It's September 18th, mm-hmm. October 18th. I don't think he makes the Survivor Series. Like no, that doesn't it, that doesn't line up. It doesn't. You know what does line up is the Rumble. The Rumble for sure, and especially didn't he walk at his last? Wasn't his like last thing at the Rumble where he got eliminated like really early in 2014? Oh, I, I believe. I think, I think you're right. So I that would be a good return. Yeah, it would be. Um, for CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish all the best to him. I mean, yeah, look, I hope uh, he, I hope be. I don't wish hey. anyone to not be working if they want to work. I got to support a Giants fan. There you, it's, go. you know, I, I do always love there's that picture after he won the world, the WWE title and he put it in the fridge and next to it is the, the plastic Giants cup, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. from the stadium. And I'm just like, I have that same cup. <laughs> Me and CM Punk are alike. Uh, but another face that we've been talking about in recent weeks uh, that could be coming to a WWE, maybe going back to AEW, I, we're not sure at this point, mm-hmm. is, is Jade Cardgill. Uh, this last week on AEW uh, Rampage, Chris Statlander defeated Cargill to retain the TBS championship. Now, the match itself, Jade uh, losing wasn't that weird, but what was strange was Cardgill's goodbye to the fans after the show. Uh, in a report from PW Insider, it was noted that Cargill's AEW contract has come to an end, and she is set to join the WWE Performance Center in Orlando this week. Uh, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter discussed Cargill's departure from AEW, stating those in WWE believed she was coming and that it would be good on the main roster rather than developmental, but I could see it going either way. Another person in WWE described it to us as uh, that her name has been talked about, but the deal wasn't completed at the time. Uh, The money, though, um, something that I'm assuming AEW wouldn't meet her on would be uh, would be huge if she's going to the main roster. I don't see her taking developmental money. No, no, no. 
what what do you think of this Jade Cargill situation? Do you think she's going to WWE? Do you think she's going to AEW? To AEW? You know the 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 main goal in a professional wrestler's life is to, especially someone you know, probably more new to the game or more um, casual yeah. to the wrestling business. Um, their their main goal would be to to be in WWE. I would think that they're still considered the major leagues of pro, pro wrestling. So yeah, I I would hedge my bets to say that she's going to WWE. I would hope she stays in AEW. I think she's a AEW staple, a yeah. symbol of a AEW. Um, true, she's not you know the uh, slickest of workers. Um, hey, I mean that just doesn't really matter though, does it? Like no, no. She she her her charisma carries her to levels that very few get to see. Um. She's athletic, super strong. I mean, everything you want in a pro wrestler, right? Yeah. Um, she's she's everything WWE wants in a professional wrestler. I think she's everything anybody wants. Yeah. You know, wh- whoever you are, if you're an indie promo promotion up to WWE, everyone wants a be uh, wants a piece. Um. So I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm guessing WWE main roster. That's that's the only way to go. Well, the one thing that kind of crossed my mind this week is we're talking about people moving. We're talking about people coming in. People maybe leaving. All this stuff going on. But one thing that I thought of, Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. She just won the uh, NXT title. Yeah. What better way to put over Jade Cargill than beating Becky Lynch to win the NXT women's title? True. Yeah. And have, uh, have Becky- her float between NXT and the main roster that or just give her a run in, in nxt for a minute you know have her lose the title eventually mm-hmm. uh they could even oscar her and just you know mm-hmm. no one beat her so she's going to relinquish the title yeah. and just kind of get her adapted to the wwe way you yeah. know what i mean i, I think it's going to be a little bit more friendly for her style yeah and because you know becky lynch working with her the first time becky's going to be able to work with her give her a great match she's working with a wrestlemania main eventer mm-hmm. that being said she's going to go back to vince she's going to go back to triple h and she could go oh yeah jade's great to work with you know yeah. so i think it's i think it's the best option for her going to wwe rather than staying in aew mm-hmm. um and it's really an interesting time we're in again like this this speculation of who's going where and when and why we haven't had this hell since wcw yeah 20 plus years like since uh since um aew's first inception uh chris jericho where's he going oh my god he's showing up oh in Uh, japan moxley oh my god right yeah yeah so the beginnings of aew times that that, those were good so we're seeing that you know resurgence which is always fun right who's going to show up this week yeah, I was actually just watching a, a video of Jericho's debut recently in WWE. And mm-hmm. uh, that was such a great debut, man. Like, I, I remember watching it live, the countdown to the millennium. Mm-hmm. Everyone's freaking out about Y2K. And then all of a sudden, like, Jericho pops out and, like, de- and in a similar situation, debuting with the guy, The Rock in the ring kind of similar to a jade cargill becky lynch situation yeah yeah. you have one of the top stars there jade comes out you know lays her out i'm just saying man this could be big money for uh for jade cargill in the future yeah. well, we, we mostly at, most likely have to wait another three months right oh uh, well if her, con- her contract expired i don't think i don't think it's a non-compete there, 
like uh, because she's supposed to go to the performance center this week. Oh, you're right. Oh, and you know what? Uh, and I think too, her contract was more of a filled dates type of thing. That's why she had to come back to uh, to fight uh, uh, Statlander. God, that was uh, and that was so lame how they just took the title off her like that, and now it's like it's dead now. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. care about the TBS. I didn't really before, but I like Jade Cargill. Like mm-hmm. she, she looks like a fucking superhero, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she, looks she went like, all green. She did the She-Hulk thing, man. Yeah, I mean she's no, they missed that She-Hulk. <laughs> her, her. her whole character is Storm. Like mm-hmm. you know what yes. I mean? Yes. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I think she's gonna do great in WWE. Um, we move on. Uh, <laughs> I one told person. You guys, I told you guys about this guy years and years ago. Uh... This is the years of Michael Vergara. I told you. I told you. I hate saying I told you so. I'm kidding. I love it. I told you so. So <laughs> Matt Riddle, shall we get into? It? I guess we didn't get it. We weren't on last week. Um, so Matt Riddle. Is set to return to Monday Night Raw this week. This follows a uh, this comes following a recent sexual assault allegation made by Riddle um, on made Instagram. Riddle? Yes, you don't remember this? Riddle made the allegation. Riddle made the allegation. Oh, okay, please continue. So, so uh, Riddle. Okay, I let's see. I didn't put the exact one. So, okay, this is what I'm just going off memory now. Riddle hit Twitter and mm-hmm. or X or no Twitter because it was a live video. And he was like, "Hey, I'm at the I'm at JFK. I can't wait to get out of here. Like, I just had I just was sexually assaulted, uh, just because like." And then he also put a post on X saying, "You know, just because I'm a nice guy doesn't mean you can cross those lines. The Port Authority out here has got some explaining to do. Uh, I was just sexually assaulted by one of your officers posting a picture of the officer. Right, right, right. Now, first and foremost." I my first thing was do not victim blame because that is not what you want to do. Uh, even if that person has been alleged for other shit in the past as well, you know what I mean. You never want to do that. You want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. First thing that came into my head though, he uh, they found something on him. He flipped out. He caused the scene. That was my first uh, inclination. Yeah. So. Um, W so the riddle was uh notable noticeably absent following the incident on Monday Night Raw. WWE said uh Riddle's absence was due to an inner ear infection and bronchitis. Uh but according to uh PW Insider Report, uh he's expected back on Raw. The Port Authority officers had alleged that Riddle uh was disruptive and appeared to be heavily intoxicated while going through uh flight transfers on Sunday. Uh, Riddle took to Instagram to make the accusations of sexual assault against him and against one of the officers. Both WWE and the Port Authority have uh, launched investigations into the incident. Uh, currently, uh, as you may know, Matt Riddle has been on Raw for recent weeks, uh, t- teaming with Drew McIntyre. So, man, I just don't think Matt Riddle is good for WWE anymore, man. No, and they know it too because have you noticed that they've been handing them off for you know to everybody recently? If you don't have anything going on, you're going to get Riddle. What do you have going on right now? Oh, nothing really. Here, here's Riddle. You're going to tag with him tonight. What do you have going on? Uh, you know, nothing. I've been backstage for three weeks. Here's Riddle. You're going to tag with him tonight. Yeah, and 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 if it if it was a fake allegation, that just proves even more of a a scummy move. I'm not going to say a 
a scumbag move because yeah. I'm not going to say he's a scumbag because uh, this could have happened. The guy could have grabbed him and, and, you know, did something weird to him. That is totally true. But, you know, that being said, like, I don't know, man. To me, it looks like he's using it as an excuse to try to get out of something when he acted up. And yeah, he does not take this uh, sexual assault seriously. He does not take the uh, the allegations of sexual assault seriously. Yeah. Because, hey, you wouldn't put that on anyone that you, mm-hmm. that didn't do it. Secondly, yeah. um, think about the fucking people that alleged against him. Think about the people that actually mm-hmm. have been raped yeah. or, or that uh, whether those allegations against Riddle were true or not. Think about those people who have been raped mm-hmm. and you're taking everything away from them just because you acted up at a fucking airport it's uh childish and um i think it's ridiculous and i think wwe needs to part ways with them as soon as possible yeah and um do, <laughs> do we know how big this person was that made these advances towards riddle uh because- the picture i saw he wasn't huge he wasn't big at all and that's the one another thing i thought I well, I was just thinking that right now. What if Rid- like you know, I was like, Riddle's a big guy. Riddle's- I was just about to say that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a former a MMA fighter. He's a former MMA fighter. That being said, these are authority officers. Oh, you know what I mean? Best of training for those guys. It, well, they have guns. Okay. You know, they do have guns. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'll that. say that. All right. Um, but man, uh, just just fire him and fucking hire RVD back. It'll be fine. Yeah, I, I'd rather you, RVD. What he he dates a porn star and he smoke and he has his own weed company. Big fucking deal, man. Yeah, whoop the do. Uh, the guy just wrestled like three weeks ago. He still got something in the tank. I think he's actually scheduled to wrestle again on AEW in a couple there weeks. You go. Yeah, see what I'm saying. So, but speaking of AEW, mm-hmm. wow. Oh wow. All in. We watched it. We were there. Well, we weren't there. We were we were there in spirit. Yes, we were. Um, reliving our was it SummerSlam nineteen ninety two? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reliving our SummerSlam nineteen ninety two fantasies uh, with a, a crowd of we were told uh, what was it eighty one thousand thirty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was all bullshit. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know, man. So as first reported by WrestleNomics, uh, uh, the Brent Council, uh, which oversees uh, the borough in Greater London, responded to a request for an attendance figures and confirmed that the turnstile count representing the actual number of ticketed fans present at the event was not, in fact, 81,035, but instead 72,265. Uh, it remains unclear of how many of the attendees uh, in the turnstile count were paid attendees versus those given complimentary tickets as the breakdown was not provided for that. Cause you also have to take account. There's a lot of these people who are being comp tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also got to account for people. No showing. Yes. And I believe but AEW... I mean, 9,000 though. <laughs> That's a lot. But, so show. AEW traditionally reports the number of paid tickets and excludes comp tickets. So mm-hmm. the 81,000 in theory, that doesn't include comp tickets. Yeah. It should be an attendance of over 85. Exactly. Um, in the world of sporting events and concerts, uh, they announced that typically uh, the attendance typically encompasses the total number of distributed tickets, which makes more sense, mm-hmm. uh, including because that's attendance. Mm-hmm. whether you paid or not, mm-hmm. uh, including both paid and comp tickets. While the turnstile numbers, the actual attendees are not usually disclosed. 
Now, as highlighted in the Brandon Thurston report, he says WrestleNomics was not in- was informed by a source that the typical AEW uh, event typically sees a turnstile count ranging from 80 to 90 percent of the paid attendance. So let's just say they sell 100 tickets. They're only seeing about 80 to 90 people show up. Mm-hmm. Um, in this speci- specific case, the turnstile count of 72 to 65 represents 89 percent of the announced uh, was 83131 yeah, based on this estimate it suggests that there were approximately 2,000 non-paid uh, tickets distributed in addition to the official announced paid attendance figure All right. Thurston also pointed out then, so that those numbers do line up with traditionally but man that's a lot of people not showing up it is yeah 9,000 Thurston also pointed out that according to Arlington Texas Police uh, Department it's a whole department. Uh, <laughs> WWE's WrestleMania 32 in uh, 2016 recorded a turnstile count of 80,709 while WWE announced the attendance at 101,763 for that event. Yeah, so. You know, so, Jose, Jose, did Tony huh? Khan just did Tony Khan just let the entire wrestling world down by lying to our faces? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But really, like in reality, AEW has always prided themselves on kind of announcing actual numbers and being a little bit more one on one with fans and letting them know what's the deal. They've kind of always done that. You know, I think they are the wrestling podcast wrestling show, you know? Yeah. But but what do you think of this report? Um, you know, that it shit like this happens all the time uh, when it comes to counting people, the massive amount of massive amounts of people. Um, you know, Tony trusted his uh, counting person, the the crew that does that. Uh, never failed them before. There was just one the guy. Funny? There was a one guy just clicking the thing, watching all the videos. <laughs> you guys are going too fast. Hold on, come back. Yeah, it's like uh, those I Love Lucy episodes. <laughs> yeah, with the chocolate. Like, yeah, putting the chocolate or the pills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything. Um, yeah, but yeah. What were you going to say? You know, um, this stuff happens with with, uh, with stats and number counting. I mean, look how long it takes to tabulate, you know, votes of, of you know, local voting machines. Right. It, it takes. Yeah, it takes it takes a little bit. It it's, you don't get them the next day. Um, Given th- those have more stakes in it than <laughs> AEW yeah, attendance. Record. Totally. totally. Um, so, you know, uh, oops, it happens. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, ultimately, who cares? Right. <laughs> I don't. I think I think it was well, you say who cares, but mm-hmm. seriously, the tribalism in wrestling fans has has kind of taken over at this point because yeah, no, you guys when, enjoy both shows. Fudge. When AEW announced the number, right? Mm-hmm. There were people all over uh, X, Facebook, no, uh, Instagram. They were like, Well, what about these uh open seats over here? Like mm-hmm. look at the picture. Not- I took this five hours before the event. There's nobody here. Or like not even. They're like, Oh, I just got this picture off X or in- Instagram yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And um Same they really life. started going at it, kind of saying, That number mm-hmm. isn't real, that number isn't real. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then when this thing came out, they're oh, oh see, mm-hmm. I told you, Tony, you're a liar, you're a mm-hmm. liar. WWE wins. Woo. It's just mm-hmm. like, dude, chill out. Yeah. It's not that serious. No, <laughs> yeah. Like to me, it's just, just, uh, I guess we're just getting to that. The same thing we get into all the time when it's just like, just like what you like, you know, yeah. and don't yeah. what you don't let your wallet speak 
for the for your mouth because yeah. at the end of the day that's what's really going to make a company successful or fail go buy some wwe merch go buy mm-hmm. some uh, uh some elite toys hell i have a whole case of them over here you know <laughs> yeah given there was one point where i'm like I'm not buying any WWE merchandise. Uh, that company is terrible, and uh, yeah. I am not going to support a company that does business with Saudi Arabia. Ooh. Dude, we, were, we were really down. And then I just stopped giving. Then I just stopped giving a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. But, you so, know, I just, I'm just not going to watch that show, and that's it. Yeah. Right. I mean, what was the last time we did a review of a Saudi show? Yeah, I'll still watch them every now. I'll, po- I'll pop them yeah. on because usually I'm at work when they're happening, and mm-hmm. I'll just like I work at a computer, so it just it gets the littlest screen at the bottom. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know those matches don't mean anything anyway. Because honestly, watching wrestling at work is uh, it, 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 it's almost like watching porn at work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 like you'll just see like I remember I was watching NXT one time, and I was just lay, I was just like highlighting some stuff, and man, like Toxic Attraction came out, and they're just like. <laughs> Ooh, and like one of my coworkers walked past, and I'm just like, click, 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 minimize. Uh, hey, what's yeah, yeah. up, buddy? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, so, man. so, I mean, whatever. AEW, yeah. uh, they tried, they tried. Uh, they did. I don't, I, I don't fault anybody for this. It's it, it, at the end of the day, it's what nine thousand. They still they, got a hundred people. They still got a hundred people. Hundred thousand butts in the seats. The only thing is that. The only thing that I think they messed up on is announcing that they broke the record just off the bat. Like, we broke the record. Yeah, Most wrestling yeah. fans in attendance. Asterisk, except for North Korea. Uh, <laughs> because I know those people were all forced to be there. Yeah, yeah. But it is like, <laughs> isn't it like the highest attendance? I don't know. But um, yeah, man, they shouldn't have announced it. And I believe uh, Will Ospreay got a tattoo with the number on it i That's believe right, don't quote did. me don't quote me on that i i don't remember seeing i i remember seeing the tattoo and someone made yeah a comment I, on. I, I saw the tattoo and it had the date <sighs> yeah and what else did it have it had like two circles of numbers yeah i know that well uh-huh. will osprey uh it, you can always go over it yeah you know <laughs> you got yeah you know they they uh they do that like a tattoo eraser now you know they just laser yeah. it off go old school and just like zap just a little part of the eight to make it look like a seven you know yeah you know (laughs) actually he can go up against like uh cm punk tattoo versus tattoo match Mm. the loser gets their tattoo lasered off right there there you go i think that'd be perfect (laughs) and on that note i think (laughs) i think that about does it here for us today uh don't forget to like share and subscribe because honestly uh, we are a struggling podcast. Clicking that like button is a great way to help the show out. Uh, by we're not, not struggling, we're in great shape. Come on, man. Come on. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we actually charge a million dollars an episode. You're just getting the three one. No, but like, honestly, <laughs> help the show out. Subscribe, like, share, let your friends know about City Wrestling Radio. These two goofballs talking about wrestling every week. Never worked in the business, but have watched it their entire lives. Yeah. All right. Uh, for City Wrestling Radio, I am Corey Smith. I am tired as hell. And we will see you later. Take care. Have a wonderful day. And see you later. Bye. Bye. Alrighty. Nice.